politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Minutemen fighting for our lives, our liberty, and our fortunes. This is truly a grave time, but we are so thankful we still have each other. We still have somewhat of a limited freedom of speech in this country, and we will use it to our max here at Blaze Media. See our po- podcast, Daniel Horowitz, back in the house today, Wednesday. Uh, the 26th of January, it's actually the day the British settled Australia. It started out as a prison, and it turned into a prison. Uh, again, 200 years later, oh boy, we, be- we better not become Australia, right? Well, I got news for you. Even if the tyranny, the magnitude of tyranny, stopped at the- its current level, and we didn't quite reach Australia, it is so appalling and sickening, the killing people in the hospitals, the blocking treatments, the foisting upon us experimental stuff that we now have the proof causes major, major problems. We're going to get into that. Um, And then people being denied organ transplants. You know, I want to play a clip for you from Quebec. This is CBC News about what is going on in Quebec. Take a listen right here. Today, big box stores that have a footprint of 1,500 square meters uh, or more are going to have to ask people, customers, to show proof of vaccination. Now, pharmacies and grocery will be exempt from this. So if you're going into a Costco or a Walmart or something like that, where you might be going in uh, to buy groceries or visit the pharmacy, uh, in that case, an employee will have to be with that person as they walk through the store to make sure that they do not go uh, and buy other products or other items that might be in the store. So you hear that. You can't go in anywhere, and they're literally going to have a health warden escort someone to make sure they're not buying anything else. Because, of course, if they buy other products, they're a threat to humanity. But if they buy, um, you know, food and, and whatever, they're not. Meanwhile, you look at Israel. Israel literally has the highest infection rate on planet Earth right now. Um I mean, the numbers are so insane. I'm trying to see the scale here. Um, Where is this? If you compare to South Africa with only a 25% vax rate, and then you compare compare that to Israel, it is is nuts. It's like Israel's, I don't know, they're at what, you know, 10,000 cases per million. South Africa is pretty much done. And they never, South Africa, even at the peak, never reached any any degree of, of, of Israel's low. That is Pfizer's playground, Pfizer's lab. And what's the result? It makes it worse. It makes it worse for the people vaccinated. It makes it worse for everyone else, the people unvaccinated. It makes it much, much worse. You look at the number of people in the ICU per million. In Israel, it's way over 100 In the UK and Denmark, it's now at 10. What is going on in Israel? That's the ICU rate. So you can't say, oh, well, it protects against critical illness. Clearly not. So that's a lie. Um, We are here to give you that 2020 vision you're not going to get elsewhere. And frankly, from other pseudo-conservatives and fake uh, Republicans as well. We're going to get into that if we have time today. Um, Trump, unfortunately, has become one of them, as Greg Abbott as well. Um, But speaking of 2020 vision... Have you had trouble seeing? You don't like your glasses? I have a solution for you. Better Spectacles. They're now offering authentic German-engineered Rodenstock eyewear. Their Go-Specs lenses from Rodenstock uses advanced algorithms for more than a million patients, measuring 7,000 points in the eye, more energy, no neck strain, and the ability to see 40% better. Um, My wife and I are loving our Go-Specs lenses as well. They're really the best pair of glasses I've had. So go to betterspectacles.com slash conservative like I did to schedule a tele-optical appointment so you don't have to leave your house and wear a stupid uh, diaper on your face. They're offering my audience an introductory 61% off their Go Specs lenses plus free handcrafted Ronestock frames at betterspectacles.com slash conservative. Go now. Okay, so we got a lot going on here. I am breaking a big story um, that I have for you. I spoke about it a little bit yesterday, but wanted to go in more detail, even though it's going to chew up time 
for other things, and it's a little bit redundant, but it needs to be repeated. I really do wonder if this is going to be the thing, God willing, that blows the entire debate wide open. It's the data and more open, the moreover, the whistleblowers that we're waiting for. We all know that there are people in various professions based on their status and the information they have, they could have saved humanity, but they chose their jobs. There, are, there is now a group of military physicians, including extremely decorated people, like one we had on this show two weeks ago, but we mainly spoke about the border, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Peter Chambers, Green Beret MD, Dr. Green Beret. Aren't too many of those people in America. And 34 years in the military. Thomas Renz is a patriot beyond belief. He's like the Ryan Cole, Peter McCullough of, of the law, of the legal side. He is represent he um is taking the data they presented to him from the military, and he is um the last I heard, he is going to submit their sworn declarations that they, you know, that they've uh, uh, downloaded this data from the what's called DMED the Defense um, Medical Epidemiology Database, and they found hundreds of ICD codes, those are medical diagnoses, that have increased by several hundred percent or thousand percent from its baseline five-year average um, in 2021. Remember, the shots became available to the military January, February, and by the way, we only have 10 months of data for this. This is the data we were all looking for. So they have sworn declarations that they have observed it and that in their clinical expertise, it is traced back to the shots. I want to make it very clear here. It's not like a few military doctors were like, hey, you know, let's nerd out and go on the, you know, they have access to the DMED database. So in other words, what they could see is at any given time, they could see daily, weekly, monthly reports on any ICD code. And if you're a competent physician, you could, you know, you know the different ailments, which codes will be would be typed in. And it, it, it's you know the military puts in a lot of money into this. It it's not just medical billing codes. It's it is medical billing codes, ICD codes, but the database was designed to query every type of permutation known to man. Pilots versus non-pilots. This you know, military base versus that one, this area versus that one, males, females, obviously, all certain permutations. Because the idea was, I don't know, let me, let me give you an example. Let's say, you know, in a certain part of the world, they were exposed, you have certain uh, illnesses that indicate they were exposed to some toxin, some chemical warfare, whatever. We need to know from a national security standpoint if there is a health problem in our military. So it's not just like, oh, it's ICD codes and we repurposed it to make an epidemiological um, statement or try to you know draw some sort of evidence to vaccine injury from it. It was designed for this purpose. So we're in the military. We embark on a mass vaccination, experimental vaccination that from the get-go was known to have problems, known to have um, safety signals right away. And we have a system that tracks this. And that system showed an unmistakable, insane spike in everything under the sun. Everything under the sun in 2021, right after the vax. There is no other explanation other than there's somehow a glitch in the site that did this. Or the Pentagon is engaging in mass insurance fraud. Okay? Um... But bar, but but here's the problem with that. It's not like going back to what I was started to say. It's not like these doctors were like, "Hey, let me play around and nerd out on the system." They went on the DMED database because of what they were seeing clinically in their units with the soldiers coming in and having all sorts of issues. Twenty year olds, like I said, coming in with sudden metastatic cancers. See, if you're an oncologist, it's like, you know, it's hard. It takes longer to follow up on a safety signal because you're an oncologist and the world is a big place. The country is a big place. They're going to come to you. But if you're in the military, it's a confined, defined, finite universe, 
right? Your soldiers and only your soldier, soldiers will, will see you. Johnny off the street, civilian, doesn't come to see the military physician. This is active duty, TRICARE. So it's both ambulatory, right, you know, uh, outpatient and inpatient. The numbers I'm going to present are all ambulatory because most ICD codes are from ambulatory, right? Because even if you are hospitalized, it's usually for a period of time, and then eventually you're going to have the prescriptions and diagnosis and follow-up visits. That's all going to be outpatient. But uh, Thomas Renz did confirm to me that he's seeing the same trend with hospitalization data, but this is ambulatory. So these are doctor's visits. 100% of all these ICD codes are put in by doctors. They're all put in by doctors, military doctors. And by the way, I followed up um, with very long, multiple conversations with several of the named um, uh, physicians, and I have seen a copy personally. I didn't link to it in my article today, but I have seen a copy of the sworn declaration, and I quoted a line from it in today's article. Um, so this is real, and I could say it will be um, submitted in a major um, Alabama federal lawsuit for federal workers uh, on the vaccine mandate. Um, so that will will happen soon, and I could I could also confirm that Senator Johnson and his office, you know, was shown the data and the documentation. Okay, so this this is real, and we're gonna go through one by one some of the data as well as some new stuff that that Thomas Renz um, shared exclusively with me. You are at the cutting edge here. I will always work my hardest, you know, for people that take out the time with hundreds of things to listen to, to listen to CR podcast, I'm going to give you the best information available. Now, when you're doing what I do, when you are trading information, coordinating, you know, political stuff, imagine doing that on spy mail, AKA Gmail, Yahoo. Okay. Free email ain't free because it comes at a cost. Do you think with big tech working with big pharma, they're not going to spy on what you're doing? And even if it's not political, you know, your medical records, business plan, social security, do you trust them? No. That's why I trust StartMail. I used to think it was crazy. Who, who pays for email? Well, you're dumb not to, okay? Because it ain't free. StartMail keeps my email private, period. Every email is encrypted. Um, even if the recipient doesn't use encryption, it's an important point. Um, no one could snoop on you. They also prevent government agencies from spying on you, phishing attacks. Um, when you delete something, it's deleted forever. Also, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, I'm usually into, oh, it's American. But you know what? StartMail uses their own servers. It's not based here. Um, I think it's in Europe. It has the much more stringent privacy laws, the stringent, most most stringent ones in the law in the world. You could also get unlimited anonymous aliases. I actually used this recently when I was um, uh, signing up for Vax clinics. We would sign, we would take away spots. So what we did was we'd put in pericarditis, myocarditis. You know, it was like a family, and then you know it went through. So we were trying to like fill up the Vax uh, spots. They were trying to you know inject children. So we figured we'd throw garbage in the game. I used my start mail. Um, by the way, my start mail is Daniel Horowitz at startmail.com so um you know I'm, I'm increasingly going to only use that but certainly for anything important i don't trust big tech neither should you S sign up today and you'll get 50 percent off your first year go to startmail.com slash conservative that's start with a t at the end s-t-a-r-t mail.com slash conservative for 50 percent off your first year so let's get through go through some of this data here um this is the big one everyone wants to know is miscarriages. Okay? Miscarriages. They were up 3000%. What does that mean? It means like this. The 5-year average, 2016 through 2020, averaged 1499, so almost 1500 codes for miscarriages. Let me make it clear, for this and for the other data I'm going to share with you, it doesn't mean there were 1500 miscarriages. Okay, there weren't. What it means is the totality of ICD codes. So, so if someone does have a problem and they had a miscarriage, especially if they're going to need an evacuation, whatever they call that, a late-term one, so 
you know, you're going to have multiple visits, you're going to have multiple diagnoses, so you're going to have multiple ones. But you're going to see we're comparing apples to apples. We're not trying to give a number of how many people, but we're trying to show an insane safety signal. It was, and it's remarkably consistent throughout the years. This is clear. In all of his data, all the five years, he established an average, but it's really consistent. It's not like it's all over the place. It's remarkably consistent for almost every single code. 1499 went up to 4,182. That is a um, 300% increase, but it's more than that. Because like I told you yesterday, the data they have queried is only the first 10 months of 2021. It doesn't have November, December, but it's comparing to the 12-month average of previous years. So it's even worse than those numbers. That is utterly insane. Before we go on to the other data, I want to make something very clear. People have asked me, well, Daniel, what's 2020 look like? Why is 2020 interesting? 2020 is an interesting year because it's the first year of the pandemic, but before the vaccine. So you have, you know, 2016, 2019 is pre-pandemic. 2020 is pandemic pre-vaccine. 2021 is the pandemic with the vaccine. So some people might want to say one of two directions. Well, maybe you have in you know an, an, an extra amount of cases in 2021, doctor visits to the military physician for different ailments because of the shutdown. Now, first of all, it's a stupid supposition because, or conjecture, I mean, because the reality is you don't have a shutdown in the military, really. I mean, may, maybe a little, but it's not like, it's not the same as the civilian world that they wouldn't see the military doctor. Um, but anyway, there's no evidence of this. No, the numbers are remarkably consistent. In fact, in fact, and, and, and that's number one. And number two is they might say, well, maybe you'll have more in 2020 because it's COVID causing it. So with the miscarriages, it actually turns out the five-year average is 1499 for 2020 it was 1477, slightly below. So remarkably consistent, but actually slightly below. So, you know, they want to say COVID is what's causing the miscarriages, the stillborns. You don't see that in the military data. Because if it did, you would see it in 2020. Okay, you would see that in 2020. You don't. It's not really more, not much less. And then 2021 jumps 300%. Okay, and again, these are not hospitalization ones. He has them. I don't have access to it. Um, the data he is going, Thomas Renz is going to present this data at a press conference, and he's going to have a release on it. Um, but you you get a heads up to some of it. These are outpatient, which is which is most of the codes. Um, and that is ICD code 003. It's called spontaneous abortion. It means miscarriage. Um. Next, there was an almost 300% increase in cancer diagnosis codes. So the five-year average was 38,700. I saw the five years. They were remarkably consistent. Um, 38,700. Again, it doesn't mean 38,700 soldiers in one year got cancer. Obviously, you're going to have multiple for the same guy. But again, average 38,700. It went up to 114,645. Again, roughly a 300% increase in the first 10 months of the year. So you prorate that, you know, add, add a, on average a fifth to that. There was an, and this is the this is the big one. There was also a 1,000% increase in diagnosis codes for neurological issues, which increased from a baseline of 82,000 to 863,000. Now, again, I want to make it clear. There's only 1.4 million active-duty military people. It doesn't mean 863,000 people had neurological issues um, because only about that many probably got vaccinated. Um, you know, Obviously, you get a, blame, a brain bleed. You get a aneurysm. You get a stroke. That guy is going to chew up a lot of codes. Um, but that that's – the system was designed to launch an immediate investigation. How do they let this go on a whole year and don't investigate it? Don't work with the doctors. Um, and and by the way, one of the whistleblowers is Lieutenant Colonel Peter Chambers, the Green Beret doctor, who himself had a neurological damage from it, showed up on the MRI, and he has to retire medically because of it. 
Um, he's still being treated, getting getting treatment for it. So this is insane. Now, an interesting thing I said, I said to Thomas, I said, show me the 2020 numbers. So that five-year average was 82,000. 2020 was actually, again, very on track, but slightly lower, 80,000. 80, Wasn't higher, it was a little bit lower. Why is that important? It's important because COVID, we know the spike protein, you know, causes the neurological inflammation. We Long COVID does that just as much as the shots do. Well, not just as much. The shots do it more. But certainly the spike protein does that from the pathogen. You don't see it in 2020. So that cannot be the, the, that cannot be the culprit for 2021. Okay? That's important. Now, before I share more data with you, our final sponsor today is ZStack. Uh, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko's um, four-in-one supplement, zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, very important even before COVID, certainly now, certainly if you took the vaccine. It's actually interesting. Um, literally a couple hours ago, I was chatting with uh, uh, Dr. Chambers, Lieutenant Colonel Chambers, about how he was feeling. He was on his way to physical therapy today for his injury from the vax, and he said he's actually using Zelenko, um, some of the stuff for, for the treatment. So Z-Stack is very, very important. Uh, it's more economical and just easier, you know, Rather than taking four pills, you take one. Um, it's GMP certified. It's made here in the USA. Go to zstacklife.com slash Daniel to get 5% off with promo code Daniel. Again, zstacklife.com slash Daniel, promo code Daniel. Um, next data point. Um, and this was not on the video. I have it exclusively to, to today. Myocardial infarction. Okay, it's again a form of um, uh, inflammation. This is not myocarditis. So I don't have, um, I do not have the data. He didn't give it to me. I think he's saving that for the big one. Myocarditis, pericarditis this is not the same thing. This is a, a much rarer. Um, myocardial infarction. So it, it means it means a heart attack at its core. I don't know. I'm not familiar enough if other like heart inflammations or blockages would be included. Um, but it's basically heart attack, right? Um, so this is obviously a heart attack is a lot rarer. Um, it, it, it clearly does happen from the shots, but not as often as myocarditis, pericarditis, 269% increase. And again, this is nuts. This is what the system was designed to detect, and they're not dealing with it. Bell's palsy, that's the paralysis. Um, that that I mean, that this has been known even with other vaccines. I mean, this is this is one of the first safety signals you can look at. 291% increase. Congenital malformations. Okay, so what's that gonna be? That's gonna be the children of the active duty military personnel that see the military doctor. Congenital malformations. 156% increase. Okay, we understand that the lipid nanoparticles are extremely pro-inflammatory and potentially toxic. And we had an OBG on this show talking about why the LPNs are likely causing congenital malformations. Female infertility. Okay, remember there's a ton of females in the military nowadays um, in all sorts of branches of it. 471% increase, okay? Don't tell me the ubiquitous menstrual irregularities caused by the shots that everyone agrees to, all right, that's indisputable. Don't tell me it's not gonna have bearings on this. Um, pulmonary embolisms, okay? This is the biggie. Pulmonary embolisms up 467%. Now, I, I asked Thomas, I said, show me 2020. Because this is not my article. I said, show me 2020. And he said to me, he, he sent me the data. And this is interesting. Because, the reason why I asked that, because legitimately, um, one of the worst outcomes of COVID itself, the pathogen itself, is to it cause pulmonary embolisms. And it's right on target what you would expect. It was right on target. Okay? Seven-year average. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but off of my memory, it was something like 
in the 700s. 2020 was elevated to like 900. And then 2021 was something like 4,000. And that makes a lot of sense because I would bet the slight statistically significant increase in 2020 was from COVID. But you're not going to see a ton of that because the military is predominantly younger. So very, it's very rare that younger people get a pulmonary embolism from COVID. Older people do. That's why it's so important to treat with um, uh, aspirin and natokinase from day one, which it's genocide that they're not putting that out to people and at least, you know, give everyone heparin when you see, you know, trouble, but they don't do that. But I digress. Pulmonary embolisms. That's a dead giveaway. That is a dead giveaway. They they, they tell me that it's true of hundreds of ICD codes. And what one of them told me, one of the whistleblowers told me, Go to the Japanese biodistribution study of the animal, the animal study of Pfizer where the lipid nanoparticles uh, land. And they'll say, that's the paper trail. Trace the ICD codes, <laughs> and that's where you'll find the issues. Okay? So this is unbelievable. Um, I saw the sworn testimony from one of them that said, quote, it is my professional opinion that the major increase, uh, increases incidence of the above discussed instances of miscarriages, cancers, and disease were due to the COVID-19 vaccines. Um, and here's the important thing, folks. I spoke to one of the whistleblowers. He attests to being gravely concerned with seeing young soldiers with sudden metastatic cancers, autoimmune diseases, heart circulatory disorders that cause many soldiers to drop out of all the training programs from, from basic training up to ranger training. He, he told me, and I'm, this is a direct quote, some physicians throughout the force of all branches have been intimidated by commands not to perform the full spectrum of testing and adhere to the regulations, which implicitly direct full workups like blood workups for EUA vaccination adverse reactions. It will require other military physicians to step forward and share experiences to fully ascertain the enormity of these allegations and engender investigation to the fullest extent. Meaning, what we're not trying to say is this proves categorically that the shots cause X number of you know risk increase for this. No, but the system was designed that immediately, that's why they have it's called epidemiology database. This is uh, this blows the mind what you're seeing here. Let's say it's the tooth fairy causing this. I don't know what else could cause this. But you'd want to follow up on that. Let's say the Chinese poisoned our water. I don't know. That's the whole point. It's a national security issue. And yet when the soldiers, when the military doctors want to follow up on it, they say drop dead. When they want to, um, you know, treat it, they don't make available the proper blood tests for them. They don't make available the proper treatment. And you can imagine if you're in the, if you're in the military, you're, you're completely screwed. There's no way you can get ivermectin or, or anything, or pre- prednisone or, or, or budesonide. You're left to fight the virus with nothing. It's heartbreaking. That's what's going on. It's not just someone pulled some random data. It's the doctors in the military looked at it because it reflected what they were seeing with their own eyes clinically. One was relieved of his command because there weren't enough vax numbers under his command. So they got some Karen loser, you know, literally sounding like Fauci, that, uh, that replaced him. I could tell you that several dozen other military doctors have contacted both the lawyer Thomas Renz as well as some of the whistleblowers, named and unnamed. There's three named. There's several more involved in this. And it could be that we're turning the corner. If you want whistleblowers, this is the best place. It's a confined, defined 
population with the best epidemiological data and they're young, fit, and healthy. You can't you can't miss it. You can't run it or hide from this. This is the Rosetta Stone. This is the Rosetta Stone. And we're we're gonna find out the truth. There are multiple people. As I was on the phone with Dr. Renz, he literally got another email of someone who, a military doctor, I forget which branch, willing to sign on. They know this. Okay, I could tell you this is not three people that happen to have an epiphany. They know this. They're scared for their jobs and livelihood, but it's getting bad enough that increasingly, this is what it means to be a leader. You jump in the sea. You lead your men into battle. This is what it means. Everyone thinks 100% of the people agree. Let me tell you, this is a lesson, not just for this, but every facet of COVID fascism, and not just COVID fascism, but every issue we care about. Be it crime, be it illegal immigration, be it um, BLM, be it the homosexual transgender agenda. They give the appearance that everyone agrees and you're crazy for disagreeing. But you have a few people that step up with credibility, with the proper articulation and proof, whether it's data, science, facts, and the floodgates open. But it takes a few patriots, and until you have those people, then it appears like it's a 100-0 to zero fight. That's the important lesson. One, two, three people could make a difference. Whatever field you're in, you never know the difference you can make. I, I really feel it, it's awful what we're seeing with this data, but I really hope it's going to break out. That this is going to cause our breakout. These are glaring and blaring surveillance signals being breached for 12 months now. And to this day, they are ignored by the Defense Health Agency. If they have an explanation for this data, then they need to come forward with that. Okay? But I'm just telling you, it's not just a database. It was designed for the very purpose that these doctors are trying to use it for. Okay? We're not here to prove with the scientific method and make scientific law that the vax cause X percentage elevated risk for X thing. We are here to embark on an, investi an investigative tool that is being ignored, that co coincides with the safety signals we're seeing throughout the country. But you can't miss it here. Doctors that are in the know are seeing sudden metastatic cancers in young people to a level that makes no sense and they've never seen it in their entire life and it's never been chronicled in human history, in medical history. But it's hard to quantify because it's open-ended and we don't have studies. The military is a confined, defined, fully surveilled, monitored universe. It's its own universe with great data, the best data you'll ever get, and the doctors are seeing it. It's not like, oh, really? It increased 300%? The, the reason why they looked at it, these ICD codes, because they were, they were seeing it. They were seeing it. And again, Ryan Cole could speak for hours and lecture about how the mechanism of action of suppressing certain killer, killer cells is what is responsible for that, meaning why it's coming more and it's more aggressive. Like, for example, even if someone gets cancer, there still is a baseline of your body that is working to keep it at bay. You know, unless you're totally destroyed. But, you know, a normal healthy person, it keeps it at bay. Cancer is horrible. But so you can't tell, you know, what your cytotoxic cells are doing. You take them away, then you see what it really could do. And that's basically what they're seeing. Again, you can't look like a hyena Asperger's fool, Amelia, uh, like an Amelia Bedelia idiot with no common sense. Well, I need a double-blinded trial done by this institution. No, it's a preponderance of evidence, like a like puzzle pieces, 
One addresses epidemiological data. One addresses the mechanisms of action. One is the clinical experience. One is ICD codes. And you put it all together, it paints an insane picture. And yet this has been going on. There's no way they don't know because at the Defense Health Agency, DHA, right, the public health military officials, that is their job. They know this. They know this is happening. They have chosen to cover it up. All regard for human life, all regard for social norms, all regard for humanity has been vitiated in every way imaginable to accommodate Pfizer. There has never been an idolatry to this degree in our lifetime. Nothing matters. So we're going to keep you updated on that. It's sorrowful news, but I'm optimistic that this might be the thing that finally breaks this wide open. But anyway, I want to go on. We're running out of time. So speaking of the military, you would think in a state like Texas, you would think in a state like Texas, forget about the federal But the Texas military forces, it's the National Guard, so it's the State Guard, Federal, Texas National Guard, and the Air Guard. You would think that Greg Abbott, the governor, would say, you will not do this in my state. My guardsmen will not be forced to get the shot. And indeed, he has an order that he half-heartedly said, nobody, even private sector, can't force someone to do it. And then they do it anyway. He does nothing. Won't cause a won't call a special session. Now we know why. Because his own administration is privately not only disobeying his order, but actually doing the opposite, demonstrating that it was just show because he has a primary. I have in my hands, and and actually Alan West, who's one of the candidates running against um, Greg Abbott in the March first primary. You have Chad Prather, Alan West, and um, Don Huffines. Huffines is personally my my um, well, actually, I mean Chad is my favorite. He's my colleague here at the Blaze, but you know, obviously, he you know, uh, I don't think anyone's going to say he has enough support um, to go the distance. I hope he runs for like a smaller office that you don't need as much money to run for next time around. Um, but the important thing is that it doesn't matter who your choice is because. You don't have to worry about splitting the vote. Um, There's a runoff, so this is fine. But anyway, he released a document from um, the, basically he's like the Surgeon General of the Texas Military Forces. Okay, this is the Office of the Joint Surgeon Texas Military Department. Jeffrey Powell. Okay? So this is the guy who works for the Adjunct General who runs the Texas National Guard, who works directly for the governor. This is not Biden. This is not DOD. This is the Texas military forces, the red state of Texas, and Governor Abbott. He basically sent out a memo to to, uh, 90 doctors. One of them must have leaked it to, to Alan West. Pfizer is the only vaccine that may be mandated, but the other vaccines meet the intent and are authorized institutions. Um, and they basically say, as a reminder, it is our job to convince soldiers to receive the vaccine. If you personally are not able to fulfill this role, please privately message the Surgeon General. So Greg Abbott openly, publicly says, I'm banning the mandates, and then the people working for him basically say, hey, buddy, if you can't fulfill the role, you get out of here. And I have a, I know a guy who was relieved from his command for not properly pressuring the the soldiers to get the shots. Okay? So that's right there. You authorize a temporary permanent medical exemption for the COVID-19 vaccine. Ensure that you're do- that you document. Ensure that the appropriate exemption code is entered into the MWD and anticipate your decision will come under extreme scrutiny. Be prepared to justify it. They're telling all the doctors, "Hey, you you issue a um is this a medical yeah, medical exemption?" Be prepared to justify it. It will, it had, and it had the word extreme in all caps. Okay. Don't apply science to the regula- regulation. It will hurt your head. 
Anyone requiring a permanent exemption probably warrants a permanent three profile and either administrative separation or referral to the DES. In other words, their their career is, is cooked. And then on religious exemption, read the regulations. See also AR 620. Uh, ever since a religious exemption, ever seen a religious exemption for vaccines? No! Exclamation mark. You haven't. That kid was administratively separated during IET. Soldiers will try. Soldiers will fail. It is extremely obnoxious letter. Um, this is happening in the state of Texas. The Republican Party is bought into this every bit as much. You flood your attorney general. You flood Greg Abbott's office. Flood your state legislator. Why in the world are they not meeting for a special session? Remember, Texas meets every other year. If there's no special session, they will not meet this year. This is unbelievable. This is happening not from Biden, but from Greg, something that rhymes with Abbott. In addition, um, someone else in the guard sent me a note, um, I believe this is also from the Texas Military Forces Administration, um, where they basically say on October 4th, Governor Greg Abbott issued order number GA39 prohibiting COVID-19 vaccine mandates by governmental entities in Texas. This mandate applies to the Texas National Guard and makes the decision to vaccinate a voluntary one. Um, so they do admit that. But then they go on to say, although the decision to vaccinate in Texas is is voluntary, Texas ARNG members should consider the collateral effects of their decisions. This information is intended only to provide facts so that Texas ARNG members can make informed decisions concerning their careers. Currently, the federal government is prohibiting unvaccinated members from Title X deployments and basically saying, you better consider it. Um, You know... And that is happening. So I I want you guys to understand this is the two-step dance that most Republican governors are playing. They publicly say they oppose mandates, but the people working for them with their knowledge, right, whether it's the health department, whether it's the National Guard, uh, adjunct general, and, and their surgeon general staff, they are doing exactly what is done in California and New York. Okay? So that's going on there. Let's move on. Let's pick up the pace here. Um, Speaking of fake Republicans, Trump just announced his endorsement in Tennessee's 5th Congressional District. This is a conservative part of Tennessee. We should have a rock star. He picked Morgan Ortegas, a Jeb Bush and John McCain supporter, um, over uh, Robbie Starbuck, who's the choice of the conservative activist on the ground. Um, she's a supporter whose wedding was officiated. Her wedding was officiated by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was a Jeb Bush supporter. Um, it's all personal with him. He doesn't give a darn about you and me. Um, he is now shaming governors for not announcing if they got the third shot. There is no justification for supporting this man. I will say it that just, just straight up. Let me say this, my friends. The GOP is the ultimate ADE, antibody-dependent disease enhancement, in that they're strong enough to bind to the left, but not strong enough to neutralize the left. So you suffer the worst of all worlds. You suffer the Trojan horse dynamic, if you understand the way ADE works. See, if you had nothing, you had nothing. Maybe you could defeat the virus of communism, of fascism, and it's both in one, by the way, anarcho-tyranny on your own. But they block the way of patriots from fighting and they get in there and they bind, bind to the virus. But then they don't neutralize it. As you well know, ADE pathophysiologically, what does it do? It, it binds to the virus, but then because it doesn't neutralize, the virus then is able to take it over and serve as a conduit, as a Trojan horse into your cells. That's how you get negative efficacy. That's how Israel has the worst case rate of any country. That's how we're seeing an inverse relationship over time with the vax. And that, my friends, I know I'm a little bit corny sometimes with my metaphors and analogies, but I really think it's a good one. That is the perfect analogy for the Republican Party. Think about it. Think about it for a moment. They serve as a conduit 
for what the left couldn't do alone, they guide them into our hen house, into our red states, our people. They get our people to buy into their COVID fascism. Truly, truly disgusting. Now, I did want to move on to a couple of other uh, housekeeping items. Um, just first, I forgot to mention to you, uh, when I had Lieutenant Colonel Chambers on the show, he might have said this, but I want to repeat this. Uh, he told me, remember, he was uh, commanding missions at the border for the Texas National Guard. Um 71% of the soldiers at the border right now over the last two months who tested positive for COVID were fully vaccinated, whereas the um, overall baseline back or background rate of vaccination, he says, estimates roughly around 50% for the, for, for the people at the border. It doesn't have an exact number, but, 71, but they accounted um, for 71% of the cases. Who are the super spreaders? This is this is the worst blood libel lie in the history of, of, of the world. Destroying military careers for a virus that you actually get more now if you have the shots. Um, let, let me just go through a few other things here. Uh, first of all, I just want to mention, uh, so I have some stories up uh, today. I'm going to have coming up crime stories. There's a lot of going on the crime front. Uh, the refugee front, uh, the Biden administration is getting ready to move a ton, thousands of Afghan refugees out of the military bases into a community near you. This is another big action item in your legislatures. Uh, part of our sovereignty uh, agenda, states need to say no, no dumping. You are not doing that here. Done. You know, the feds could do what they want. We'll do what we want. You can't dump them here. There was there was a case of, of this guy in, in at Quantico in Virginia um, arrested, and he was just convicted this week for fondling a three-year-old girl, and he said it's part of his culture. And you know what? He ain't wrong because it is. And that's what we brought into this country. It's truly, truly unbelievable. So I'm probably going to have an article out on that story tomorrow. Um you know, you have redistricting going on now where, remember the Supreme Court said, look, the federal courts can't get involved in redistricting. It's a political issue. We finally had a ruling. Yeah, right. Lower courts do what they want now. Um, my map in Maryland, I have the most gerrymandered district in the country. Um, that's able to stand. But the, when the Democrats do it, but the Alabama map is thrown out, Ohio map. So as always, the courts are a one-way street and a dead end. Um, that's going on there. Um, uh, my friend Savannah Maddox, she's in the Kentucky House and she is running for governor. She will be, she's a dream candidate, um, really smart, really dedicated. Um, she's going to ha- introduce very soon HB 352. That is my um, version of the constitutional amendment that will essentially ban in the state's constitution any mask or vaccine mandate. Uh, but it won't have the words vaccine and mask, cleverly so. Um, Oklahoma SB 1525 by Nathan Dom, um, Senator Nathan Dom. That's a prescribing off-label bill. There's there's a number of these things. And again, it's insane that we have to even be doing this because, of course, you could prescribe off-label. Um, but we got to ban pharmacies from, from doing their thing, um, from blocking it. You know, every day I, I get these terrible stories. There's a story in New Hampshire of a patient that um, didn't get treatment before was in a hospital. And, you know, one of these cases where he's on a high flow oxygen, not on a ventilator yet, precarious situation. Um, the wife slipped him three days of ivermectin and he was turning around, needed a couple more days. And they caught the wife, threw her out of the hospital. He was never allowed to visit the guy again. And then, this is like clockwork. It happens every time. Suddenly gets a call. He needs to be vented or he'll die. I mean, whether it's just simply because they'd stopped ivermectin or there's something even worse than that. All I know is every single case I've heard of the wife getting kicked out. Somehow within 12 hours, he needs a ventilator, even if beforehand he totally was far from it from it. 
make your own judgment, draw your own conclusions. Um, I want to end with um, one call to action for doctors and nurses to join uh, this growing movement of independent care. Um, I am blessed to know and to be in contact with a lot of networks and individual doctors and, and now nurses. We're going to have one on the show soon who um, are really trying to handle the caseload of humanitarian care, outpatient, some even inpatient to serve as an advocate, a guide, um, either to get people out of hospitals to help them sneak stuff in, to um, walk them through the diagnosis and the proper questions to ask. Um, If you are a doctor or a nurse who wants to get involved, or you downright lost your job. I can't promise anything. I can't promise high pay or any pay. Some of them do. But if you're interested, email me at um, Daniel Hurwitz. Okay, that's my name. Just look it up so you don't get the spelling wrong. Daniel Hurwitz at startmail.com. You should get a Startmail account yourself as well. Um, So this is something that we really, really need to push Again, I'm going to give you the activism. I'm going to give you the information. I'm going to work myself multiple angles. Um, May God bless our efforts. I think we're starting to turn the corner, um, but there's 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 a lot going on. And 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 again, uh, you know, we now have several places to go for long COVID treatment, for vaccine injury treatment. We are going to cover all of this. And again, I'm going to try to cover some of the other issues as well: culture, crime. Uh, refugees, illegal immigration. We are so screwed up. It's a shame that a few of us have to do the job of 10,000. All these people in my industry that make millions of dollars off of doing absolutely nothing, off of serving as nothing but the ADE equivalent of a political warrior for the right, where they serve as a conduit for the left. I'll tell you this much. Here... We don't have ADE. We don't have negative efficacy. Here, we neutralize. We fight. We obliterate the pandemic, the virus of fascism, the virus of communism, and the virus of anarcho-tyranny. Folks, thank you for listening. We're going to have more special guests on later uh, this week. God bless you all, and see you tomorrow. 